Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast For pro plumbing and heating Regarding your talking about stuff that falls off trucks Yeah, my theory, nothing good ever falls off trucks Well, I'm a firefighter here in town And uh, a couple years back we were responding to a traffic accident on the Yellowhead We pull up on scene and there's an overturned uh, cube van or a cube truck or whatever uh, A big uh, semi kind of truck so there was this really familiar smell that we couldn't quite put our finger on as we're walking up to this truck to figure out what was going on. And when we got on the back side of the truck, it was a beer truck, and there's beer everywhere, bottles of beer and kegs of beer just strewn about the uh, yellowhead. So, yeah, sometimes really good things do fall off trucks. Now, when a beer truck overturns, are you allowed to help yourself? Uh, not us, but... Yeah, it was kind of it, it was kind of funny. There was, we remember we saw some guys trying to roll a keg up the hill of the yellowhead, just really? trying to smash it in the trees. Yeah. Wow. So people were coming out of the woodwork and helping themselves, hey? There's a few people that that just say they stopped to help concerned citizens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say help, did you do that with air quotes? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Actually, I really did. Yeah. The unfortunate part, too, is the uh, old truck overturned right in front of a high school. So <laughs> the parties w- were good that weekend. That would be something. You see a truck turn over. You're like, oh, my God. You pull over to help, and then there's just kegs everywhere. And you're Ooh. like, hmm. Mm. Uh, my dad will stop for absolutely anything on the side of the road. Half full can of paint. A spoon one time. His preferred driving speed is farmer on a crop tour. So I'm not even surprised he finds all these things. Thank you very much for that. Uh, somebody else says, I work for a... <laughs> hmm, I wonder which one. I work for a well-known police service here in Edmonton. I had a lady turn in two boxes that fell off a truck. Turned out they were limited edition shotguns, and the truck was a Cabela's truck. Wow. Yikes. <laughs> Garner! We've been talking about whether your, your parents... Well, first of all, do they understand what you do? Secondly, do they like what you've amounted to in life? Can they appreciate what you do for a living? Or are they still a, a little bit disappointed? Huh? This text came in, Garner. I think this happens a lot with uh, families where both parents are teachers. But listen to this. Garner, both my parents were teachers. They encouraged me to follow in their footsteps. So I did. I lasted one school year. That's it. Four years of half-heartedly attending university classes only to discover I hated teaching. My parents were so upset, downright angry, when I packed it up and started my own business instead. I'll tell you this, I love it. I love being my own boss. My mom has since retired and has started working part-time for me and told me just last fall she should have done this years ago. I felt like she finally understood. Okay, well, thank you for that. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! Hi there. Hello. You, you, you didn't really uh, shred the cardboard cutout of Josh Homie live on air, did you? Mm. Has this upset you? Yes. Is this Josh Homie? <laughs> I need that in my life. You do? Yeah. Well, it's in about 22,000 pieces right now, but if you have a glue <laughs> stick... Oh, no. Uh, what's your name? Gord. Gord, are you a big Josh Homme, big Queens of the Stone Age fan? Sure am, yeah. Do you have a glue gun? Sure do. 
Well, I'll put what's left of cardboard Josh Homme at the front desk, and you can come pick him up. Awesome. Thanks, man. Okay. Garner Andrews, turning frowns upside down. Yeah. I think he's going to really appreciate that pile of of trash. (laughs) Well, there are people that... I don't understand the puzzle thing. Like, I can understand sitting down at the kitchen table and doing a puzzle with your four-year-old. Sure. But then you'll see these people who will get a 10,000-piece puzzle. And it's just the color black. There's no design on it or any, and then they'll sit in their basement for months on end, and they'll work. That's essentially, that is what Gord is embarking on here. Yeah. What weirds me out is when people put together a big puzzle and then glue it together and then frame it. Yeah, and it never, no, that totally doesn't look like a puzzle at all. <laughs> totally looks like a piece of art you bought in a store. It's <laughs> a good look. Garner? Uh, morning, Garner. How's things? Not too bad. You, I haven't, uh called in for a while, but I was interested in this, uh, <laughs> your puzzle topic. I hate puzzles. Oh, hey, I know. This is Lori, right? Yeah. I remember yeah. you. Yeah. I think you yeah. called, you dubbed yourself Sonic's oldest listener. Uh, yeah, I'm your your senior listener anyway. <laughs> how, how old are you? You were just, no, you just had a birthday, right? 70? Uh, no, I'm just having a birthday. My birthday is the end of August. I'm, I'll be, I'm 69 right now. 69? My son keeps telling me I'm 70. Yeah. And you're like, not yet, sport. Screw you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, I hate puzzles. My mom always had them, and the more difficult, the better, eh, for Christmas. But there was one thing I did like doing was I was really bad at, and it got you in real lot of trouble, was take that one piece away casually. Pocket it till right near the end or till the very end, even. Oh my God, that'd oh, be frustrating. My big bro- I got me hurt sometimes, but it was well worth it. Yeah, because that was back yeah. in the day when you could still hit your kids yeah. and they wouldn't get taken away. Yeah, but I had a friend that uh, did puzzles, and they had a really weird habit. They would do, they would spend weeks on a puzzle, really hard puzzle. And the first time I saw this, I didn't, couldn't believe it. And they, when they finished it, they didn't step back and look at it. They didn't do anything like that. They'd put that last piece in, and with that saved movement, their hands would go to the sides. They'd crumple that puzzle up and put it back in the box. <gasps> Wicked. They wouldn't even stop to take pictures for Instagram they, or anything? No, they didn't step back and take a breath even. It was That's like that last weird. piece went in, the hands went to the side, and the puzzle was crumpled away. Have you ever seen one of those puzzles? It just seems extra frustrating. There are no edge pieces. Like... <laughs> Even the oh. outer, because that's where you always start, is you do the edges first, right? I, I, Garner, I guess so. Yeah. I hated puzzles. I kind of ignored it. I saw them all separating them and talking. Uh, to me, I, I just couldn't get into it at all. Wow, it's I like I can, I sense your blood is boiling just talking about puzzles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Puzzles, they're not always about fun. Sometimes they're just about seething. What anger. Thank you, Lori. I appreciate the phone call. I had no idea so many people were into puzzles. <laughs> I had no idea. Apparently, you do puzzles, too. Garner! <laughs> this is going to do it for Puzzle Chat. Oh, I've offended. I didn't say puzzles were stupid. Whoever said that, no, I didn't say puzzles are stupid. I just said that the cutoff is like a... Maybe we'll give you a 1,000-piece puzzle. I started at 500 pieces, and then I said 1,000, okay? Once you're starting to get up into the two, the 3,000-piece puzzles, that's you. You're just kind of putting in time, aren't you? 
Uh, this says, hey, Garner, my wife's family is a puzzle family. At any time at the family farm, there can be upwards of four 3,000-piece puzzles being assembled in the basement. My wife's uncle even built a special table just for puzzles. They light a fire, drink coffee, and build puzzles every night. Every Saturday night, the extended family shows up, and everyone will pitch in. It can be fun, but they all take it a little too serious. Heaven forbid you put the puzzle together in the wrong method. You will be shunned and have to hide upstairs. Wow, that sounds like a great way to spend a Saturday night. The pressure of not doing the puzzle properly. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast! Podcast! I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. Christy called the Sonic Rock door today. This one right here. No, it's not Mother Mother Hayloft. So tomorrow morning we play for $432 and another free set of Mother Mother tickets no matter what happens. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 820 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. Garner! Uh, This is uncharacteristic for me because usually I will rave about a burger. I'll rave about some chicken wings or some nachos. I, I will rave about food that is not healthy. But this morning, the apple I ate, wow, what was that? It was fantastic. I didn't want that thing to end. That apple was like a really good movie. You know the end is, you know the credits are about to roll, and you're going to see the hilarious outtakes, but you don't want the credits to roll, and you don't want to see the hilarious outtakes. You just want the movie to keep going. That's how I felt about that apple. It was good. Now everybody's chiming in on their favorite apple again. Huh. We're not going to talk about apples all day, okay? Uh, go ahead, Sonic. Hey, Garner. Was your apple a candy apple? <laughs> it wasn't a candy apple. I'm not eight. No, no. K-A-N-Z-I. Oh, n- no? Oh, my God. You got to try one of those. This apple that I... I actually, it's funny because when you called me just now, I was staring into the garbage pail and I was singing, I will remember you. The, no, I don't know what it was. It might have been a jazz. A gala? Damn it, I wish I would have looked. Okay. Do you shop at Costco? Hmm, I don't, but somebody I know does. I recommend the candy apple if you like the sweet, crisp, tart apple. That's exactly, I do, not too tart. I don't want it to feel like my face is turning inside out, but just a little bite. Yeah. Yeah, okay, how do you spell that? K-A-N-Z-I. Kenzie? Okay, well, I'll have to, uh, the person I know who does the grocery shopping, I will let her know about those delicious apples you've just described. And this is just the kind of thing right here that's going to take this show to number one, talking about produce. (laughs) It sure is. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your name? Uh, Tara. Okay, Tara. Beat it. We got stuff to do over here. Thank you, though. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner. All right, let's take one more Apple call. Why not? Go ahead, Sonic. Hello. What's up? Here's the thing. I was briefly dating this wonderful lady from Eastern Canada, French Canada to be exact, and she told me about these apples called Cortland apples. Cortland? Yes. I've never heard of them before. Okay. So to try to get in her good graces, I thought, I'm going to get some. She tells me, no, no, you, you can't get these apples. Oh, my God, oh, really? So after about two weeks, 
of trying to get them. I found a place in upstate New York that would send me six apples for $27. Well, shipping included? I, I kind of think it was that. It's escaping my memory a little bit right now, but wow. I, I didn't get the apple. Well, oh, and then <laughs> you lost the girl, right? Because you didn't well, buy no, no, she was, I hate to talk ill, but a little quirky. And anyway, so I've never seen one. I've never had one, but I, I'd like to try one. But you know where a guy can get some. You can, yeah, in New York. <laughs> okay, thank you. I appreciate that. You know what's really odd is that when I first started talking about the apple that I ate this morning, it was the apple that I didn't want to end. It was that good. It might have been the greatest apple I've ever eaten in my life. But I didn't. I peeled the sticker off of it at home when I washed it, so I had no idea what it was. And this woman calls me, and she goes, Garner. I'll bet you that was a Kanzi. And I immediately said, I don't eat candy app. And she said, no, Kanzi, K-A-N-Z-I. And I'm like, whatever. I don't know what it was. And then my beautiful bride just texted me and she said, uh, that was a Kanzi apple. That was exactly what you ate this morning. Because that's what she bought the other day. Anyway, there's a huge endorsement for uh, Mr. and Mrs. Kanzi and their orchard, wherever that should be. It's probably no Cortland but I didn't pay $27 for six of them either. Let's uh, let's wrap up Apple Chop, okay? No more talk about apples. We all love apples, except for this person right here. Oh, no. Garner, I am allergic to apples. I haven't eaten one for 18 years now. Tomorrow, I will be 39. It's a sad life. Have a good one, Melanie. Wow. The show just got really depressing. Garner? Uh, I just wanted to call him, tell you about something I just saw in the back of somebody's car. Oh, what did um, you see? Well, you know those uh, those family sticker collections, um, all yeah. the different types? Some of them are zombies, and most of them are just stick figures and whatnot? Yeah. Well, I just saw one that was Star Wars themed with an adult Luke, because there was the, you know, the short hair and the lightsaber, and beside him was an adult Leia, and then there was a child-sized Luke and a little tiny R2-D2. Now, knowing the connection between Luke and Leia after all these years, I'm just left with more questions after seeing that. <laughs> so, so what you're saying, guy in minivan, you married your sister? Yeah, that's that's definitely one of them that came to mind. That's the equivalent of if there was a Friends version of the stick figure family and you had a Ross standing next to a Monica? Yeah, it was pretty funny. Somebody, thanks for the phone call. Perhaps someone needs to wave that guy down. In tra- the way you wave at someone in traffic that has their dress or their coat hanging out the door and it's dragging on the ground and you must immediately let them know, you need to get that guy to pull over and tell him just on the shoulder of the highway and do it discreetly. Maybe put an arm around him and explain the Luke and Leia relationship. You would sort of think, though, that if you were a Star Wars fan, you would know about that relationship and you probably wouldn't venture down that highway when you put those stickers on your vehicle. Garner! Uh, this is the guy that called earlier about those Star Wars decals. Oh, yeah, the uh, so they had the stick figure family with yeah, yeah. Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. Okay, so, yeah, I, did, I didn't consider that it might have been Padme and Anakin, but uh, so I looked up some vehicle, Star Wars uh, vehicle decals, and... The ones that I saw would have been even worse. Luke and Padme. So that would have been Luke and his mom. Oh, so that doesn't make it any better. 
No, because like the decals, like they got the entire uh, range of them on this picture here, and the only woman with a blaster, which is what I saw, is Padme, and there's no adult Anakin, so it's, the only one with a lightsaber is Luke or Kid Luke or Yoda. So it's, okay, this it's Luke just, and his mom. Uh, this just went uh, nerd, critical nerd mass here. <laughs> yeah. But thank you. I appreciate that. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast! Podcast! My name's Garner Andrews. We were talking a few minutes ago. There's a, a Reddit post right now. Somebody took a picture of former Canadian Prime Minister Stephen Harper just standing in a McDonald's waiting for his order. Just by himself. And there was also a sighting of Stephen Harper a couple of years ago, and I think he was in a Starbucks, but inside of a chapters, like you could tell he was in a chapters and he was just sitting at a table alone, reading. And for some reason, I just, don't get me wrong, I am not a big fan of U.S. politics, not even remotely. But former presidents in the United States, they have a security detail that follows them around for the rest of their lives. They can't go anywhere without all these Secret Service agents. And I'm thinking to myself, because politics is showbiz, you need to send a message to the rest of the world that we take our leaders, we take our politicians seriously. We take our country seriously. And I sort of feel like you shouldn't see the prime minister standing alone in a McDonald's. Yes, I do. In my heart of hearts, I, I sort of agree with you. It just goes to show that we don't take ourselves too seriously. But I think that that kind of thing, maybe if, I don't want to see him rolling around town with 11 black SUVs and 35 undercover RCMP officers. But would it be too much to ask for, you know, one officer, maybe a, a black minivan? Doesn't have to be a new minivan. It could be like a 1980s caravan or something. Remember, like I said, politics is showbiz. Uh, somebody says, no, I'm glad we don't have the security for former prime ministers. I appreciate the fact that we're not like the U.S. in that way and other ways. Okay. Uh, I saw former prime minister Joe Clark at a chapters once, all by himself. He was looking up a book on the computer. He was wearing cords and a sweater vest. <laughs> That's from Casey. Thank you for the... Uh, it's a very visual description. Thank you, Casey. Garner? Hey, you want to know how they're going to move that plane? How? They're, you're thinking about it the wrong way. And the, what they'll do is they'll put the wings along the length of the trailer because the body, the fuselage, is shorter than the wings, right? Oh, so my God. Yeah, they just turn it sideways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> this is like that story... Uh, of all the guys with the big brains standing around one day trying to figure out how they're going to get the truck unstuck from underneath the bridge and they're scratching their chins and they're doing calculations and then a kid comes along and says, why don't you just let the air out of the tires? Funny story. I actually had that happen to me. I was taking a load down to the States and I hit a bridge. I got stuck under a bridge. Oh, you were one of those guys? I was. I was. And uh, so the problem was is that I had measured... Like U.S. Bri or Canadian bridges are all in meters, right? If you look at the signs, yeah. U.S. bridges are in feet. And so we were on this road. It was really foggy, and I saw the sign, and it was whatever, 11 feet something. And I'm like, 
wait a second, 11 feet, and I'm trying to do the math in my head real quick, and then all of a sudden I was like, holy cow, I'm not going to fit. <laughs> can you, no, Jason, Jason, quickly here. Can you please make the sound that your truck made when you hit the bridge? Oh, it was like a hook, hook, because it was angled. I went, I bounced underneath, it was a rail bridge, so I hit the one rail, and it hit really hard enough that I got through. I had enough momentum, but the second one I stopped, and I kissed the windshield. I mean, it was just like... <laughs> how embarrassing was that? Oh, it's horrible. It's terrible. So and did so, you have to... How much damage to the bridge? None. Thankfully, all damage to my... I was hauling. Damage, like, totaled what I had on my uh, trailer. Ooh, did but you lose your job? No, because it was my own product. It was something I had built. Oh. And so it only affected me directly. So, I mean, it wasn't that big a deal. But... I went home and I fixed it. I mean, I cut all the bent stuff off and put straight stuff on. So, <laughs> but, Well, time to cut off the bent stuff. <laughs> yeah, get out the plasma cutter. <laughs> so you solved the problem just by letting the air out of the tires? Yeah, I did. I let the air out of the tires, and then uh, it, was, it loosened it enough that I could back up, hmm. and then uh, I could drive out. I could drive through because we'd let the air out. Hang on a second here. I'm going to uh, quickly rework the Bryce Solves a Mystery jingle. And uh, congratulations, Jason. You just solved a mystery. <laughs> yes! Jason solves a mystery. He solves the heck out of that mystery. Garner! Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Wednesday, April 25th, and this is the hot scoop. It looks like Blink-182 are back in studio working on new stuff. Both Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker have posted pics online showing them in studio. There's no timeline for when we could hear it, but they will be kicking off their Las Vegas residency next month that's going to see them play select weekends between May and November. Sonic. Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park is gearing up to release his first solo album, Post Traumatic. It's coming out in June, and he recently talked to ET Canada about it and says that it's all about dealing with the death of Chester Bennington. You know, having lost my one of my closest friends and collaborators and my, you know, we associate like who we are with, to some degree, like what we do, mm-hmm. right? And so I felt very lost. Sonic! And Arctic Monkeys have an interesting strategy for their new album. They're not going to be releasing any songs from it before the record drops. No singles, no teases, nothing. They're just hoping the mystery and anticipation will build, which is a bold move. The album, Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino, is out in just over two weeks. That's it for Music News You Can Use. I'm Bryce on Sonic. Garner! Uh, We sort of got distracted by something shiny. I don't even know what it was, but at one point we were talking about... Somebody posted a picture of former Canadian Prime Minister Stephen Harper just standing in a McDonald's, waiting for his order. He's just there by himself. And I was saying something like, on one hand, I kind of like the fact that a former Prime Minister of this country can just go about his or her business and nobody really notices, and they totally get left alone. But on the other hand, I feel like your prime minister is your top dog and they need to you know especially even a former prime minister you need to treat them like they were something special because it's technically it's showbiz they are your country's top salesperson that's what they are you need to so they don't travel around with any secret service or whatever undercover rcmp i guess in this country 
In the U.S., a former president travels with Secret Service for the rest of his or her life. It's just what goes on down there. And I'm not saying that it should be a spectacle, but don't you think that the person who used to be in the driver's seat of our country, don't you sort of feel like there should be somebody standing nearby with the little spiral earpiece and the aviators on? Apparently, I'm the only one who thinks that because there were a barrage of text messages that goes like this. I think it really goes to show what Canada really is. It makes me proud that a leader of our nation, current or past, can stand amongst his own people, the people he once led, without feeling frightened or threatened in in any way. A man who led for the people should be able to stand amongst the men who led for the elite power and greed will spend his life looking over their shoulders. I don't know if I understand that last sentence, but uh, somebody else said, I like my politicians down to earth. The less that politics is like showbiz, the better. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more. Hey, I'm Garner. This podcast was brought to you by Pro Plumbing and Heating, Edmonton's most trusted plumbing company. Trust them with your plumbing, but not your taxes.